When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. How is everybody? Very, I'm very tired today, you guys. That's all I have to say. I'm going to take a sip of coffee. I don't know. It's cold in New York and I'm very tired today. That's all I have to say. What has everyone been up to? Um, I'm trying to think what I've been up to. Um, Well... I guess I'm really up to Vanderpump Rules. Now, I have to say I'm behind on the current season. Anyone that listens to me on a regular basis knows that I do the best I can, guys. I'm out every night for you guys. I'm out every night trying to trying to gather information. I, I really someone DM'd me the other day and said I'm doing the Lord's work. And I, I really appreciate whoever it is that said that. Whoever it is, I did respond. I just can't remember now because I've just had my first sip of coffee. And by the way, guys, it's noon, so that's how late I was out last night, that I'm having my first sip of coffee at noon. Um, but someone said I was doing the Lord's work, and I really do appreciate that. So because I am out every night on behalf of all of you, I am behind on the actual show, Vanderpump Rules, um, but I've the kids have all been coming to town. I mean, I talked about uh, Jackson Brittany um, a few weeks ago, and in the past week, we have been graced with... First, the queen of it all, Miss Kristen Doty. Now, anyone who listens to me knows that I have, I mean, I don't think they're strange tastes, but everybody else thinks they're strange tastes. Like when I say like my current favorite New York housewife is Tinsley Mortimer, people think I'm crazy. Like Tinsley's usually nobody's favorite. Um, Although my current favorite New York housewife is Leah McSweeney, who you're all going to get to meet when the show Airs. Leah is fucking amazing. So, you know, I guess at one point Stasi was really my favorite from Vanderpump Rules. And I guess I went to so many of her podcast tours and I've met Stasi so many times. I mean, I guess I guess this is in a way why I'm single, because familiarity breeds just I don't know. It breeds nothing good to me, I guess, usually. So I think I'm too familiar with Stasi. I also think Stasi's changed a little bit. But she might have been my favorite at one point, but it's been a long time. I mean, I really have to say my favorite is Crazy Kristen. I fucking love Kristen. I don't know what it is about her. But so Kristen was in town. She was doing some promotion. I ended up seeing her a few times, but really the main time I saw her was very late at night. She was doing some press. She came out. I ran into all these other lovely people. They were very drunk. I was a little drunk, but not as drunk. Um, you know, and I just told Kristen, like, literally, I told Kristen she was my favorite. And she she asked me why. She literally, 
it was almost like self-deprecating. It was really funny. But I asked Kristen. I just said, like, you're my favorite. And she's like, sometimes when I tell someone they're my favorite, they're like, yeah, sure, you say that to everyone. But with Kristen, I said, you're my favorite. And she's like, why? And it wasn't even like, it was a little bit of self-deprecating, but it was a little bit, she had like a real question. I was like, you know, you represent the single people. And she literally burst out laughing. But it is true. I feel Kristen is the, when you have like the Tom and Ariana buying a house, Stassi and Bo just bought a house now. Um, You know, everyone's buying a house together and Kristen's just buying that house on her own. She has a book coming out. Kristen's on a podcast tour now too, you guys. She's on a mini podcast tour and you can rest assured I will be attending Kristen's mini podcast tour at least once, possibly twice. But um, I don't know. I love I I love my Kristen. So there you go. If you tell Kristen you love her, she's going to ask why. But she truly is my favorite. So I saw her. She's looking as great as ever. And I didn't even recognize him. She was hanging. I, I love when the Bravo celebrities come to town and, like, they all hang out together. Like, when – so when Kristen was here, she hung out prior – she hung out pretty much all day with Stephen McGee, believe it or not, from Summer House, who's no longer on Summer House, who was let go with the Workus twins. But I didn't even recognize him. So when I, I, I was mad at myself, I would have gotten a picture with Stephen McGee if I had known that that was him standing next to Kristen. And I only knew because I watched her Instagram later. Now, anyone that really kind of knows what's going on with Summer House behind the scenes, like Kyle and Amanda and all of them, they kind of all wanted the Workus twins you know they wanted like lauren and steven gone they said that they you know brought bad energy to the show i mean at least that's what they told me irl so it was strange like she hung out with steven all day but then that same night so the bottom line is i didn't even recognize steven i didn't get my damn picture with him even though i've met him before he's never usually so nice to me but then at night she was out with kyle and amanda and i mean when i say out Kristen was out with kyle and amanda all night like her insta stories like i think i posted drunk insta story she posted so many drunk insta stories but i just think it's funny that like she basically left steven during the day and then was out with the other two all night listen i'd rather go out with kyle and amanda all night than steven personally so i think Kristen made the right choice i love amanda and i really love kyle i think kyle's my favorite guy from summer house just i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that because it kind of is true but that's Kristen. Then when she – so here we go, continuing the same the same thing. Sheena comes to town, and Sheena is – I guess I, I didn't realize this. Sheena is doing whatever all day. She brought some, like, strapping, young – younger, definitely younger than her, like, Australian – he looks like Thor. He looks like Jason Momoa. Momoa. He he looks like Thor. This guy's like long hair, and he just he's not my type. I'm not really into that big burly type. But I don't know. Sheena was hauled up in that hotel with him the entire time that she was here. Um. So she was with him, and so I went, you know, in search of her, and she comes out, and she is with. Colin from Spy Games. I don't know. Is anyone watching Spy Games on Bravo? I mean, because I was not watching Spy Games. But then Sheena, I didn't even realize this. She was with Colin Hutzler, who is on Spy Games. And I didn't recognize him or even know who he was because I wasn't watching Spy Games. But Sheena said, oh, he's on Spy Games. 
And then he's like, listen, dude, you got to watch. And I've watched it's, – it's actually – it's kind of a good show. It's kind of a good show, believe it or not. Um, I don't know. It reminds me of The Mole. Did anyone watch The Mole, which was hosted by Daddy's Best Friend, Anderson Cooper? Um, it kind of reminds me of The Mole. But try to check out Spy Games on Bravo. Uh, so she was with him. So, of course, I was – and he's cute. So like, I got to get a picture with you. And then right behind them, I see this vision – this vision, like it's almost like there's a glow around her in the Sheena and Colin from Spy Games. Posse is the one and only Miss Hannah Burner. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because Hannah and I are really close. You know, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? So she's like, dude, I'm hanging out with Sheena. So Kristen comes to town and hangs out with Steven and then goes out with Amanda and Kyle, and Sheena's here hanging out with Hannah. So there's a lot of love between Vanderpump Rules and Summerhouse. I mean, I guess it makes sense. They're all kind of around the same age, right? But Hannah's my girl. So literally, gun to the head, I would choose Hannah over anyone on the Summerhouse cast any day. She is, she's just amazing. Uh, so we said hi, and then they all went out, and I was like, you guys, I have to fucking go home because I'm exhausted. But anyway, so the Vander kids and all of that, they have descended upon New York. They're hanging out with the Summer House people, and that's that. And I still love Kristen, and I am going to see Kristen on her podcast tour. She's doing it with some comedian. I don't know how that's going to play out, but you can rest assured you're going to hear about it here behind the Velvet Rope. Now, what else can I talk about uh, before we get into some big topics for the day? I guess I kind of buried the lead. So last night I was out. I was meeting friends at a bar, at the bar where I go, where I've been going. And you know, I was, I was, I was in housewife territory, and my friend was late. There were no seats at the bar, so I walk in, and there's no seats at the bar. And I'm just standing there. I'm looking around. I'm like, there's going to be a seat sooner or later. So I'm standing there. I'm looking to the left. I'm looking to the right. I'm looking to the left. I'm looking to the right. And then I look literally right in front of me. Sitting right in front of me is the one, the only, the singer stinger. That is correct. Drop the mic, people. I saw Ramona Singer last night. Now, let's just recap a couple of things here. Let's just slow down. Let me just take a sip of coffee, you guys, if you don't mind. Let me just say, let's just recap two specific incidents. Well, okay, let's recap three specific incidents regarding Miss Singer. Let's just, for everyone who doesn't know or hasn't been listening for that long, very recently, well, not recently, within like the past, say, six months, I went with a colleague to have drinks at Maestro Steakhouse in Midtown, sit down, and sitting next to us is Ramona and her friend. Ramona is like, looks at me, doesn't even say hi, is like, you want some French fries? Gives me the French fries. I start eating the French fries. I have like, 10 or 12 french fries. She's like, they're good. They're good. Then she's like, don't eat them all. They're not all for you. And basically pulls them away from me. That happened around six months ago. So this is now within, I mean, maybe even four months ago. This is now within like four months, the second time that I've basically run right into Ramona Singer at a bar. But let's also not forget 
that I was just in Florida with Ramona Singer, which you all heard about. It was me, Dolores. I went with Dolores and Kelly Dodd and Rick Leventhal. They had an appearance. And after the appearance, we went to dinner. And this is when I was sitting next to Ramona at dinner. And I basically told her, you can hate me all you want, but I'm going to sit here and I'm going to love you and I'm going to keep loving you. And then I told you guys, I broke down the walls. Ramona took a sip of her drink. We had the most amazing dinner. I ignored my good friend Dolores, my, my actual family. The actual family is what Dolores is. Ignored her the entire time because all I cared about was talking to Ramona. We had the most amazing time. We did pictures. We laughed. We kept laughing. She had Branzino. I had the meatballs in a Caesar salad. See, sometimes, you guys, I like to do that. Instead of ordering, like, a big meal, I like to have, like, two small things. So I have, like, the Caesar salad... And I had the meatballs. And, of course, I had, like, 800 vodkas. But that's besides the point. And, you know, everyone is like, oh, my God, you're friends with her. I was like, listen, the next time I see Ramona, she's not even going to fucking acknowledge that I am alive. Well, here it is. I saw her last night. Now, just to put in perspective the amount of time that lapsed between this dinner where I sat next to her in Florida and said, I am also from New York. You know me. We've met 800 times. And we bonded. It is three, okay, it's maybe four weeks. It's literally four weeks since that dinner. Now, I don't know if you remember everyone that you've ever met in your life. I certainly fucking don't. But I can definitely tell you, if something happened four weeks ago, I would definitely remember it, especially since we had a whole conversation. And let's not forget, during that dinner, the reason that I needed to like really turn things around with Ramona is because I told her that I took the video where she pushed Giselle out of the picture that went viral. So she certainly remembers me because I told her that I'm responsible for that video. And then that's when I had to basically tell her how much I love her and basically beg her to just be nice to me. Um, so I'm like, listen, I'm just not, in, I was not in the mood last night. I was not in the mood. And by the way, she was with the same friend that she was with during the event in the Hamptons, when she pushed Giselle out of the video, out of the picture, and I took the video, that friend was there. The, the same friend was sitting next to her with the French fries when she basically gave me the French fries and pulled them away. And the same friend was with her last night. So I'm like, okay, well, there they are. I just, you know what? Guys, I'm just like, sometimes I'm not in the mood. And there's been so much housewife shit lately. I have so, we, we have so much to talk about. Like, there's just like... I mean, literally, you guys, we have to just keep it limited today because there's so much to say. But I was just not in the mood to talk to Ramona last night. I just wasn't in the mood. You know, I, listen, I was with Margaret all day in New Jersey. We'll get into That's a whole nother episode, you guys, what I was doing with Margaret and celebrity stylist Nolan Mead. Um, we were We were up to some no good yesterday in New Jersey. But so I was just exhausted. And I came back and I had all these bags. We went shopping. I w went to Gucci, which everybody who listens to me knows I'm obsessed with Gucci. Um, and so I had all these bags because I actually bought stuff. And I like literally had to check the bags at the bar. I'm like, I was a mess. And I'm like, I just don't, I was going to go home. And like, it just didn't make sense. Like we were going to the Upper East Side where Nolan lives. And I'm like, I'll just bring the damn bags to the bar. Somebody will check these bags. So I was a mess. The, the point is I was a mess. I, yes, let's just leave it at that. I was a mess. And so I just wasn't in the mood to talk to Ramona. So I was waiting for a seat to come available at the bar. So I kind of went to like the other end and finally... 
the seat right next to Ramona's friend comes free. And I'm like, I'm not not going to sit down. So I sit down. I'm like, I'm in no mood to talk to these people. They get up to leave. I mean, not right away. It wasn't like, okay, I sat down and they're like, get, let's get the fuck out of here. David's going to ask for a picture. But I sat down and like maybe 20 minutes later, they got up. And Ramona looks right at me, literally right at me, directly in the eyes. And I look right at her and she does not say a word. I kind of nod my head hello, but then I'm like, I don't even want to fucking bother. So believe it or not, I think I'm at the point where I don't always need to talk to Ramona. Just kind of let her do her thing. But I did kind of acknowledge like, hey, and she was not having it. So then the friend goes to leave and the friend looks back and I'm like, hi. And she's like, hi. She's like, oh my God, it's you. It's you with your podcast. So the woman, I mean, the woman doesn't like know I have a podcast because you know, she listens all the time. She knows I have a podcast because when we met with the French fries, I told her, I read it. I mean, we had a whole thing in the Hamptons before Ramona pushed Giselle out of this picture. We had a whole thing in the Hamptons. So the woman, because she's not Ramona Singer, she's an actual normal human fucking being, remembered me and acknowledged and acknowledged the podcast. Now that's fun. And that's interesting and that's flattering then she says to me the woman says to me and we don't need to mention her she does not want to be mentioned by name but she says to me oh my god you better not talk about this like not like threatening me but just kind of like you better not talk about that i was like oh you know you were with ramona and she's like oh my god like don't talk about me and i'm like well what do you mean and then she proceeds to tell me well you talked about me you talked about me with the french fries you talked about me in the hamptons so guess what ramona's friend who shall remain nameless because you asked to be remain nameless Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. So I was like, of course I'm not going to talk about seeing Ramona tonight. Of course not. And this, and you, and the fact that you told me not to talk about you. I would never talk about that. Well, we're talking about it, people. But that's it. So this woman who's Ramona's really good friend is a fan of Behind the Velvet Rope. And who knows? Maybe she listens with Ramona. But Ramona was just not into it not into it and she just you know i nodded to her she had one drink in my presence she probably had more before that and then she left so there you go now i really want to get into another topic something well really one of my favorite topics it's something we haven't talked about in a really really long time you guys i mean listen it's something i've talked about a lot Probably not as much as, you know, my family, Dolores and Margaret, and being really good friends with all the New Jersey housewives. That's probably what you've heard the most that you're sick of hearing. I get it. But it's a topic I haven't talked about in a really long time. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority, and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water, and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all-in-one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes, and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals 
with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. And it's a good topic, you guys. It's a good topic. Are you ready? The one and only Miss Deliceps. I want to talk about Luann. I'm sorry. I want to talk about Luann. The heart wants what the heart wants. And the reason I want to talk about her is so... I mean, here I am talking about the end of last year a lot. But, you know, listen, guys, I'm catching up with life. We have a lot to cover, you guys. And I never really told you about the three. um, I was back on the Countess and Friends tour. You know, we all know if you follow me, I went on the Countess and Friends tour. I went to about 25 shows of the Countess and Friends. But, you know, then I took a break. Luann wasn't really in this area. And, you know, I mean, listen, I follow everyone all around the world. But for a minute, I was like, I've met Luann 800 times and I'm going to take a break. And I didn't follow her all around the world. Um, so I didn't do that. Um, so I took a minute, a break from Luann. But Luann had three shows in this area over Christmas. So here's the thing. There's Countess and Friends, the show, which is now on tour all around the world. It just went to Oklahoma. And then there's... Christmas with the Countess. Now, Christmas with the Countess and Countess and Friends are basically the same fucking show, except there's a few Christmas songs instead of other songs. Instead of, you know, Fever, Luann will sing, Baby, It's Cold Outside. And guys, listen, Luann, Mary Gordon, Evan, all of Luann's posse that's listening to this, uh, uh, please just make a note, pause for a minute. I'm not knocking Luann. I would never knock Luann. And here's the thing about the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast. When I go Behind the Velvet Rope, I tell it like it is, guys. I mean, I sat here and told you I didn't like Straight Up Astasi. And I told you that it wasn't very crowded at Tom and Ariana's book signing. And then I went on to say all sorts of things. Listen, I'm just, I'm being honest. If people can't take the shit that I say, well, then first of all, you shouldn't be on reality TV because people are saying a lot worse. So this isn't like there's a gun to my head. Luann isn't sitting um, in the room. I mean, I, I wish she was, but this is honest. I would never say anything bad about Luann because Luann, when I was just a little baby housewife hunter coming up the ranks before I was David Yontef, before I had Behind the Velvet Rope podcast, before I was allowed Behind the Velvet Rope, before I was given any of this inner circle access, and I mean, I clawed my way to where I am. (sighs) Which, guys, it's not like I'm up here and you're down here. Like, don't take that. Don't read it like that. I'm really nowhere. Really, I'm nowhere. Trust me. I'm like, spend all my time. Like, the, the other day, my friend's like, you spend all these time with these women, and like, what does that get you? And I'm like, oh, Jesus, like, I, I just don't want to analyze my life right now because it I, God only knows what it gets me. It doesn't get me much, you guys. Trust me. But um, again, I'm doing the Lord's work. I'm doing it just for all of you. So what, back when I was, you know, just an, an unknown entity, if you will, Luann was so gracious and so kind to me. And I am a Gemini and I will always be loyal to those that helped me when I was on the outside. So I love Luann. This is not a knock. But 
Countess and Friends and Christmas with the Countess are the same fucking show. Just throw in some damn Christmas music. So their three shows were... The first one was in New Jersey. The second one was in Ridgefield, Connecticut. And the third one was in Atlantic City. So let's just talk about the overall show. For those of you living under a rock in the Bravo universe that have not seen The Countess and Friends or Christmas with the Countess. And then let's get into the nuances of each show. Like Teresa... Teresa's involved, yes. Margaret's involved. I fell. I hurt myself. Yeah, there's a lot that's going on here, guys. And uh, Jennifer Aiden was at one of the shows. So before we get into all of that, so the basic show, you know, Luann, for anyone, again, living under a rock, Luann has her cabaret. I think we all know that. I don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast if you didn't know that. You know, listen, the big money items are the big songs. You know, Money Can't Buy You Class, Chic Say La Vie, and all the hits. Girl Code. People are there. You know, people go really crazy when Luann does the hits. Now we have Viva La Diva. There's a new song by Luann. It's coming. Listen, the more, my thing is, the more Luann drops actual new music and true songs, the better the show is going to be because, you know, the audience, forget about the Christmas aspect of it. You know, she sings covers. She does Fever, which I love Fever. Madonna covered Fever. So, you know, I just think the more she has her own songs, that's what people really like. Like, people go crazy during Money Can't Buy You Class. And and by the way, Luann is so sweet because every time after each of the shows— after the first show in New Jersey, when I went backstage, she was like, you're coming the next two nights. Like, you know, she's not like you poor thing. The show sucks. She's just like, you poor thing. Aren't you going to be bored? It's the same show. And I'm like, that's so nice. First of all, second of all, I'm looking into your eyes, Loanne, and I would never be bored looking into your eyes. I fucking love Loanne. But um, okay, so the first show was in New Jersey in Montclair, New Jersey, which if anyone has knows New Jersey and knows Montclair, right down the street is a very lovely clothing store called Envy. Envy is owned by Miss Gorga. We all know that. So Melissa was actually having an appearance at Envy. Really smart. Really smart. Melissa always has a Christmas uh, appearance at Envy, like, come in and shop with Melissa. This one was coming and shop with Melissa and Joe. Last year, Margaret and Mart Sr. were there. I went with them. But this year, it was Joe. So I was like, how smart for all the people traveling from all over to see Luann. Now, I mean, literally, you can walk down the street and go to Envy. So, you know, and Melissa, the goal, obviously, was to sell clothes. I mean, you know, she's not doing this for her fucking health, nor should she. So I'm like, all right, this is great. I'm going to go to Melissa's appearance first, say hi to Mel, say hi to Joe. Um, Joey Beans, a very active listener of this show, who, you know, he is, we all know Joey Beans. He has, we've sat down and chatted with him before. He is, I mean, it's wrong to say he's a Melissa Gorga super fan because Melissa and Joe, you know, they're as friendly with Joey as they are with me. They love Joey. I love Joey. So he he's a friend of Melissa and Joe's. Started out as a super fan. So Joey was going to Envy, and I was like, okay, let's just meet at Envy, and we will go together. So we went. It was crazy. There were so many super fans there going crazy over Melissa and Joe. There were people. There were these two cute gay guys who came in from, like, I think Australia or the UK that I don't know what they were doing in New Jersey. They probably were in New York, but they were going to see Luann, so then they went to Envy. I mean, imagine being from fucking Australia 
and coming to see Luann and then being able to like meet Melissa and Joe down the street. Like you guys, every day can be BravoCon if you just listen to the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast because like there is so much going on in the Bravo universe. Like that's the whole reason this damn podcast exists and the whole reason why I drink coffee and don't sleep. Um, so what was I going to say? So that was that, you know, Melissa was giving us some insight into the season that just passed, you know, the reunion, we heard about some stuff. So it was, you know, it was a good time with Melissa. And I'm trying to think if there were any real drama filled highlights. I, I bought an Envy shirt. I feel like, you know what, if someone's having an event to sell clothes and no one's buying clothes, I don't know. I, I think that's rude. So I like to always support. I bought an Envy by Melissa Gorga shirt. I can wear it right next to my, you know, Posh by Kim D shirt. can wear them on, you know, back-to-back days. But that's that. So it was great to see Melissa and Joe. Then we moseyed on. So Joey was going just to see Melissa and Joe because he's friends with them. And I'm like, you need to come see Luann. I'm like, I don't have an extra ticket, but go on your phone. I mean, Luann sadly did not sell out this event, even though she normally sells out and you can get yourself a ticket right now. So Joey's like, fine. I mean, it's literally down the street. Come and see the Countess. Come on. So Joey was like, that sounds great. Got a ticket. Came to see the Countess. So I walk in to the Countess show and within two seconds, someone comes running up to me. One of our fans, Brian Carlos, a nice Jersey boy. And he's like, oh, my God, are you David from Behind the Velvet Rope? Yes. Can we have a picture? Of course. My name is not Ramona. I'm very nice. Well, I'm very nice to people that listen to this podcast. Like, I'm very appreciative. You know, thank you. Again, without you guys, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. So a big shout out to Joey Beans, but also a big shout out to Brian Carlos. Thank you for coming up and asking for a picture. And thank you for listening. Love you. Love you. Um, I really do. He's cool. It's cute, too. But anyway, oh, and he had on Gucci slides. So like right there. And he's a Jersey boy. So it's like, okay, I'm in love. I mean, really, he's cute. All right. So let's focus here, you guys. I really am starting to get off track. So that was that. The only other real highlight to that is so Teresa, what Luann's people do is listen, it's not stupid. We love to have the audience filled with housewives. But Luann has a new segment in her show. So every show, they try to get somebody from the Bravo universe. James uh, from Backyard Envy has been at shows. All the New York girls, all the New Jersey girls. Like when she goes to Dallas, the Dallas girls. So Teresa was the housewife that they got. Now, I knew this because Luann told me before this evening. So I knew Teresa was coming. So I'm like, I got. I mean, I'm not going to tell anyone. I have to be on the hunt for fucking Teresa. So Teresa walks in like an hour early. I mean, what I was doing there an hour early is fucking beyond me as well. I mean, I I needed my drink. And I I like, listen, I like to get places early, guys. Get to the bar, get your drink, get settled. Um, But Teresa walked in almost like an hour early. I like almost died. Went to her seat. And of course, I'm like, I need to go right over to Teresa. Went over to her. She's like, hey, not shocked to see me or, you know, anything like that. Um... I was like, we need to do a picture. Later, Brian Carlos, the fan I mentioned, was like, oh, my God, I just saw you in action. I'm like, this is how you do it, babe. Um, Then, of course, everybody in the world wanted a picture with Teresa. And she's like, I know him. I know David. That's why I gave him a picture. Love Teresa. But she just, you know, I don't blame her. She wasn't 
looking forward to sitting there and doing pictures. Security came over. I'm like, thank God I got my fucking picture. So it turns out, I mean, I thought, you know, Teresa was just, you know, she was in New Jersey. It wasn't that shocking that she was invited. But it turns out there's a new segment in Luann's show. Well, there's two new segments. One new segment is in the beginning because, guys, Countess and Friends, there's like a shtick here. She doesn't just sing. This is like, you know, dinner theater cabaret. So one of the new segments, which is not my favorite, I'm going to be honest, is cool or uncool. Okay, obviously that's Luann's segment. Get it. She literally takes Bravo liberties and puts them on the screen and says, cool or not cool. So, like, we're going to put a picture of Jax on the screen. Cool or not cool. Yeah, everyone loves Jax. Cool. I mean, everyone doesn't really love Jax, but you get the idea. Then she puts someone like Kenya Moore. Cool or not cool. Everyone's like, not cool. Even though I fucking bow down to the house that is Miss Moore. So you get the idea. Then she goes to Mary to Medicine to Contessa, and she's like, this woman stole my name. I thought that was like just a faux pas. It's the same bit used the other two nights in the show. It's kind of cute. But um, so I don't know. That I don't think went over the greatest with the audience. Um, but the whole show was great. And then later in the show, there's like uh, we have they, they always do an audience Q&A. The thing they do now is the housewife or whoever the Bravo celebrity is stands up and asks a question. So later in the show, when it came time to ask Teresa, Luann's like, and I mean, they tell Luann who's in the audience for the night. Um, you know, she's like, Teresa, Teresa. They look to Teresa's seat. The spotlight shines on Teresa. Everyone's like, well, you know, Teresa says a lot sometimes. What is Teresa going to say? The spotlight is there. Luann is waiting. Luann's like, Teresa? 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 Well... Trey was not in her seat. Trey left the building. Trey left. She didn't stay for the show. Now, mind you, then, of course, I had a million questions. So I went right onto Instagram. Trey is in the fucking car, SUV, on the way to the city. And an hour later, Trey is eating dinner and having her drinks in New York City. We're still in our seats watching Countess and Friends. So Trey decided to go to the city. She had plans. Trey had plans. She didn't stay till the end. So that was kind of the highlight of that show. You know, afterwards, saw Luann. She was like, okay, I don't know what you're going to do the next two nights. But I'm like, don't worry about me, sweetheart. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. And that's that. Um, So the next night, her show was in Ridgefield, Connecticut. Now, I've been to Ridgefield, Connecticut before. But let me tell you. I always forget this. Ridgefield, Connecticut is in the middle of fucking nowhere. Let's just start with that fact. It's the middle of nowhere. So as I was going to Ridgefield, Connecticut, listen, when you live in New York, guys, if you're going to go to the suburbs, it's like Connecticut, Long Island, Westchester, Philadelphia, and New Jersey, just for everyone who doesn't live in this area. So there could be close by Connecticut or far away Connecticut. Well, Ridgefield, Connecticut seems close. Like if you look at the map, it's fucking far. So as I was going there, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? But let's just put that aside. So I have friends that live in Ridgefield, Connecticut. There was all this drama. They wanted me to go to an after party. I had to get up the next morning, literally, literally at the, like 4 a.m. to get to New Jersey because Mard Sr. was driving me with Margaret, well, we were taking separate cars, but Marge Sr. was driving me to Atlantic City because the next night, Margaret and Jennifer Aiden were the surprise guests at Luann's show. Just put that aside. But I stupidly told these friends I would come to this after party 
I don't know. And there was ice and my friends like I was going down her front steps and she's like, be careful of the ice. And I'm like, whatever. And after I said whatever, I fucking fell and like literally hurt myself. Like my bracelet was all scuffed up. I didn't even care about my goddamn body. I just cared about my Cartier bracelet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what I cared about. But I was all, she's like, look at your arm. I was like literally black and blue everywhere. So I'm like, fuck you. I fell. Anyway, there's really not much to say. There was nobody that could have gotten to Ridgefield, Connecticut. Trust me. So there was no surprise Q&A guest for Luann. No housewife. Oh, they were all probably like, this is way too far away. We're not going. There was no housewife. However, the only real takeaway from that show is the more in the middle of nowhere these shows exist, the crazier the fucking crowd. And for anyone that thinks going to see Countess and Friends is like a night out with the gays, okay, yes, yes. The audience has like two straight men in it, and it probably has about, you know, 25, maybe 35 gay men, and all the rest are fucking women, which is great. I love women. All my friends are women. I have no fucking gay friends, guys. I think I have more straight male friends than I have gay male friends. I don't know what that's all about. But the point is, these women were so fucking unhinged. They were so drunk. And listen, it takes one to know one. I'm not judging. But the audience in Richfield, Connecticut, with these housewives, real housewives, actually, in the middle of nowhere, these women were fucking crazy. Like, I would think there was not one coherent sentence. Like, slur your words. Stop. Okay. So anyway, that was that. Went home. Had to get up the next night for the third night of Countess and Friends in Atlantic City with Margaret and Mard Sr. and Jennifer Aiden. Um... So basically, I had to meet Marts. I mean, listen, everyone who like thinks, oh, you know, blah, 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 you're friends with all these women, life is great. Listen, no. It's you got to do what you're told when you're friends with all these ladies. So anyway, um, I had to be at wherever in New Jersey to see Mart Sr. the next morning. And it was like, be here at this time, blah, blah, blah. It was literally like 530 in the morning. I had to meet her. I start getting these texts at the crack of dawn, like, are you up? Are you on your way? I'm like, oh, my God, Mart Sr. Yes, yes, I am on my way. So I met Mart Sr. We drove to Atlantic City. I've talked about this before. You know, if you think Mart Sr. is a 72-year-old woman and she drives slow and we're just going to take our time and get to Atlantic City, no. Now, I don't drive. I don't have a car. So really, I have no fucking choice. But you take your life in your hands when you drive with Mart Sr. I mean, she needs to slow down. When we were in the Hamptons this summer, we got pulled over because she blew through a stop sign. And she talked her way out of the ticket. Not because she was Mart Sr. from the Real Housewives. I just think the cop was like, okay, you're 71. But she got yelled at. She, The guy was like, slow the fuck down. So... I thought we were going to, you know, maybe not live to tell about this. And also, I hate this. Everybody does this. Everybody texts when they drive sometimes. I'm sorry, Mart Sr. I hate to let your secrets out, but oh my God, don't text when you drive. Anyway, we made it to Atlantic City. Okay. To make a long story short, I was staying in the same room as Mart Sr. Margaret arranged the whole thing. 
Listen, I don't care, guys. I'll sleep anywhere. Like, I'll sleep on a fucking floor if I have to. You know, for everyone who hears me talk about how I love Gucci and how my Cartier bracelet got scuffed up in Ridgefield, let me tell you guys something. I'm fucking scrappy, and I'm also down-to-earth and real. Like, I don't give a shit. Just give me a fucking bed or, like, if I have enough vodka, I'll sleep on the fucking floor. I really don't give a fuck. I mean, I I, 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 I really don't. Um... So anyway, I was staying with Mart Sr. The rooms were all fucked up when we got there. I'll spare you the long story. We had to, like, text Luann. It all worked out. We got in our room. Margaret came later. So Margaret showed up with, like, this huge posse. Like, all people that I know, like, Doug and Al, like, you know, Laura, Shalomita, all of our inner circle. You know, Dolores has her inner circle. Margaret has hers. So we were having a great time. Um, so the two people that were doing the two Q&As were... Jen and Margaret. Now, you know, if anyone is watching the show, you know, watched New Jersey for the season, you know, like Margaret and Jen, I mean, there's no love loss. You know, that's the thing like everyone says to me, like when I have issues with maybe some of these girls, which is a whole another show, you know, people are like, well, don't you have issues with this one? And doesn't this one not like you? And how are you all in the same room? Like, you guys don't realize like, I've said this before, I'm like on the New Jersey Housewives. I'm literally on it. And I don't mean like I'm in the background. I mean, like, I'm on it. Like, I live it. Like, this one doesn't want me to talk to this one. This one's upset with me for this. I'm on it, except I have no fame and no money and no screen time. So really, the biggest loser is right here that you're talking to. But anyway, so, you know, Margaret and Jen could be, you know, in the same room together. They don't like, you know, they're living life. But let's just say that Luann's people were smart enough to see Margaret on one side and Jen on the other side. Margaret had, again, like I said, her posse, I think, was probably 15 to 20 of us. I mean, we came in force. And it was like Joe and Lexi and Margaret Sr. So all these people that, like, you recognize, you know, from the show. And then, oh, one thing before we even get into this. And then Jen Aiden had literally Bill Aiden, like, woohoo. Um, and they were seated on opposite sides of the thing. I just have to say, earlier in the day, we actually, there was there was this like drag bingo in the afternoon. And Margaret's like, you know, it was, it was for a charity. Margaret's like, if Margaret loves the gays. First of all, Margaret would love to be, and it's really natural. It's not like Margaret just loves the gays. She's like a lot of gay friends. So she's like, let's go to drag bingo. It turns out it was hosted by... Um, uh, it was hosted by Shangela. I'm like, oh my God, okay, like, let me get in there and let me get a picture with Shangela. I love Shangela. So we did that. So like at night, you know, of course, Jen wasn't there at the gay bingo. That's a whole nother story. So at night, they were seated in opposite sides. And when it came time for the question, Jen is like, I don't know. She put her foot in her mouth, I think. So she basically asked a question and no one said anything. Like she asked a question about like, to Luann, I heard you were going to be, you were almost cast in Chicago. Well, first of all, this is a very negative question, Jen. Like, why are you, you know, bringing up the fact, literally, you're standing up in front of a whole audience to Luann about the fact that she's like, was not cast in Chicago. And she said something about like, you know, are you considering other Broadway roles? And Luann, of course, is a fucking class act and is like, well, it'd be hard to be on Broadway. I have my own show. I mean, I fucking love Luann. But nobody gave a shit about Jen's question. Margaret stands up and is like, you know, Luann, like, you know, I've had my own issues with Ramona and we all know Ramona's a pain in the ass. And like, you know, do you ever like basically get sick of, you basically get sick of Ramona? The whole crowd went crazy. Margaret's amazing. So then after the show, you know, we were going backstage, but everyone like 
was running up because they wanted pictures. So it's I've said this before. Anytime I go out with the girls, I'm like, okay. Like, remember at BravoCon when we talked about how, like, I basically took everyone's phone and took a thousand pictures with Mart Sr. So literally, and I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be mean. There was literally, like, three people that ran up to Jen Aiden on her. So they were on opposite sides. They were in opposite aisles. They were trying to get backstage, but, you know. Margaret and Jen are both like the same as Dolores. They'll stand there and take pictures with everybody all night. Ramona would have been like, you can all suck my dick. You're not getting a damn picture. So there was literally, I mean, for a minute, I almost felt bad for Jen Aiden. I don't for a lot of reasons, which again, guys, that's a whole nother episode. Jesus, we have so much to talk about, but there was like 10 people that wanted a picture with Jen Aiden. So she did that and she was long backstage. I'm not kidding you. I think Margaret had a line of like 50 people. And of course, I'm like, Mart Senior, get your ass up there. Stand next to Margaret. Give them the sandwich picture. You know. So we all know that that's what it is when you stand between two people. It's a sandwich picture. So Mart Senior's like, okay. And so the, Margaret's like, David's going to take everyone's picture. I'm telling you guys, it's not just that like I'm on, I got to be certain places at certain times with these women. I fucking work. I work. I work so much that we'll get into this at also another story. But I was just away for the weekend with Margaret and two other housewives. And one of the housewives from New York thought I fucking worked for Margaret, even though I've met her a million times and treated me like the hired help. That's a whole nother story that I don't even want to get into right now. But listen, I take a great fucking picture, guys. So everyone lined up giving me their camera. I'm like taking pictures. I'm like, next, 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 next. So... You know, I'm like, we'll take it next. Then there's this cute boy. Well, he was cute enough. Let's not give him too much fucking credit. But he was kind of cute. Listen, it's Atlantic City, you guys. Okay? So, like, and I should say that there was an after party that was hosted not just by, well, it was hosted by Shangela. So, it was like a gay after party. Margaret's like, we're going to go to that, probably. So, I'm like, okay. So, there was this kind of cute guy, again, kind of being the key word. So he gives me the phone. I take the picture. And I'm like, as I'm like taking everyone else's phones, listen, I got game, guys. Like, I'm not single because I'm like, there's something wrong over here. I mean, well, there's a lot of things wrong. But I'm single. I don't know why. But that's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother podcast. But I have game, you guys. So as I was taking all these other people's phone on the side, I'm like, check your picture. I mean, he's kind of cute. Let's give him an extra minute. And he's like, what? I'm like, stand over here. Check your picture. I mean, I was, you know, I'm a bossy bitch, guys. I'm like, check your picture. If you don't like your picture, we'll, we'll get you another picture. Everyone else, I'm like, if you don't like your picture, go the fuck home. We have other things to do. So the guy was like this and that. And are you going to the after party? I'm like, yeah, we're going to the after party. And oh, you're from New York City. Anyway. It turns out I actually went on a date with this guy, believe believe it or not. Like, we actually kept in touch and we went on a date, you know. Hey, I'm still single. Let's not even, let's not, you know, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all, right? So let's just leave it where that is. But I actually went on a date with this guy. Margaret was like, what? I mean, she doesn't know who the hell he is, but she's like, you went on a date with someone you met while you were standing in the middle of the casino, taking 8,000 pictures of me and Mart Sr., and you met someone doing that, 
and you exchanged information and DMs and texts, and then you both live in the city and you met up and went on a date. When did all that happen? Like right before my eyes. And I'm like, yeah, that all happened right before your eyes. Anyway, that date was what it was. Let's leave it at that. Um, so that was that. Then we went backstage, said hi to Luann. This was my last show. So Luann's like, you're not coming to my show tomorrow night. And I'm like, you have another show tomorrow night? I only thought there were three in the area. She's like, no, it's in Oklahoma. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to Oklahoma. Love you, but no. So Luann was like, listen, you're hanging out with us. This was all arranged hours before. Luann and her amazing, amazing, amazing makeup and hair guru, Mary Gordon, were like, you're going to come and gamble with us. This happened like in, in New Jersey on the first night. They were like, you're coming to Atlantic City, you're coming tomorrow into Atlantic City, you're going to come and gamble with us after the show. And I'm like, okay, cool. Guys, I'm not really a big gambler. I believe in like, okay, I'll take out this much money and once it's gone, it's gone. But anyway, I was like, of course I'm going to come and gamble with you. So they were like, we have to get through, you know, we have to go do all other things, but like basically we'll text you when we're ready to gamble. I'm like, great. Margaret's like, let's go eat dinner. So Margaret and her posse went to eat dinner, and then it was time for the after party. So hosted by Shangela. I'm like, I I need to talk to Shangela some more. I want to do some more pictures, blah, blah, blah. So walk into the gay after party, saw the boy that I met, and I'm like, all right, I'll flirt with you. Then there were these other two fucking hot twins, these hot twins, uh, literally, and then they were like, we listened to your podcast. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? They wanted a picture, and I'm like, oh, you guys are really fucking hot. And like, twins? I mean, I don't know. Once again, that's a whole nother podcast, but I think twins are really fucking hot. Anyway, and it's not like I was in this mode. I mean, literally, I was talking to these two twins, being like, I don't even know what day it is. Like, I just want to go home with both of you right now. Then there was this other boy. Finally, I'm like, I'm here with, like, Margaret and Mart Sr. I have to fucking focus. So I finally went over to, like, their VIP area, literally behind the velvet rope guys. And then I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't know any of these cute boys well enough to bring them over here. Then I start getting texts from Luann and Mary, like, where are you? We're gambling. Come and gamble with us. And I literally – listen, there's a lot of nights that we have multiple options and I don't know what to do. And one of my New Year's resolutions, which I brought up to you guys before, is JOMO, the joy of missing out. I will not live my life with FOMO. It just doesn't work that way. I'm so tired all the time that if I miss out on something, it's okay. But look, you can't be two places at once. I wish I could. So I literally was in the Sophie's choice of do I stay in the gay bar where the bottles are now open? And now I'm like, God only knows. I'm like having like my gazillionth drink. Or do I go and gamble with Luann and Mary? Now I'm like, listen, I have to leave the club. I have to find Luann and Mary. I mean, if you think Luann is going to go stay, I'll stand here and meet you. No, it's not going to work that way. I'm going to have to find wherever they are with their instructions. And I don't even really gamble. So now I was telling a friend this because I was texting a friend of mine was texting me during all this, and my friend was screaming at me. And my friend's in the industry too. I think I've talked about this before. He doesn't want to be mentioned. He's a big executive producer. I refer to him as Jay. He was he's like my benefactor, not in the, any financial sense, just in the sense that he's really helped me with this with this, with this podcast and like with life. And he is screaming at me in all caps, 
go to fucking Luann. Luann is one of the biggest housewives. Like, he really ranks the housewives. He really gets... And it's, housewives is not his thing, but he really believes in, like, let me rank the housewives and tell you, like, who's the biggest. You know, like, a Luann, in his mind, would trump a Margaret. Not my words. Those are his words. So he's screaming at me like, you always choose Luann. What do you mean you're in the club? What do you mean you're in the club with Margaret? You need to go gamble with Luann. But I'm like, listen, I chose to stay with my family. And I don't always do that. Like when I was in Florida and I ignored my family, Dolo, at dinner, and all I wanted to do was suck Ramona's dick. This time I chose properly and I'm like, listen, I need to just stay with Margaret. But basically, eventually, because Margaret doesn't drink, which we all know, we've discussed that before. So eventually, Margaret and Marge Sr. were ready to go to bed. And mind you, when I say eventually, I mean, it was like 2.30 in the morning. Well, of course, drunk David now, now that Margaret and Marge Sr. were going to bed, I'm like, this is perfect. I've had a whole evening out with the fam. And now... I can just go and be with Luann and Mary. I can see them. So I then start drunk texting Mary and Luann like, hey, sorry I ignored you guys for the past like three hours, two hours, but I'm ready to gamble. Where are you? I mean, listen, it's Atlantic City. Like it's 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 open all night. So I literally, oh my God, I literally drunk texted Mary and Luann. Like, I don't mean like once, I mean like, a gazillion times, like, hey, I'm ready to gamble. Hey, do you want to gamble? Hey, let's gamble. Sorry, it took me. Th- it was like 3.30 in the morning. And nobody responded to me because they were all sleeping. So, like, the next morning I woke up. I woke up really early, went to the gym. Mart Sr. and I were up so early, ready to go. Miss Margaret Jr. slept in, like, literally half an hour, one hour, one hour and a half. I'm like, what the fuck? Mart Sr. is like, I, she's, she's sleeping. I'm like, shit. So finally, Sleeping Beauty decided to get up. And she's like, look it, we're going to have brunch and then we have to go. I'm like, yeah, we do have to go. Like, we've, this is, yeah. Like, it's like fucking midday here. Come on now. I have a lot of other things to do. So we go to brunch. I'm having a great time with Margaret and the posse. And then... Out of the corner of my eye. And mind you, this is no fancy brunch place. It's like in the hotel. I'm like, let's just go here. Out of the corner of my eye, a shimmering gold Giovanni. Yes. In the light of the day at brunch, she's still wearing fucking Giovanni. This tall gazelle with a Giovanni shimmering jacket comes walking in. I barely see her. And someone at Margaret's table is like, uh, Luann's here. I'm like, holy shit. So then Margaret was like, well, we should probably go over and say goodbye to Luann, don't you think, before we, we leave? Like, should we say goodbye to her? I was like, listen, Margaret, sl- listen, I fucking love you. You are my family. I would do anything for you. You can go say goodbye to Luann or you cannot go and say goodbye to Luann. Let me tell you how this is going to work with David Yontef. I am going to say goodbye to Luann. So yes, I would very much appreciate if you came with me. But if not, yes, I will be walking right up to her table, food in her mouth. I don't really care. And I'm saying goodbye to fucking the goddess that is Luann de Lesseps. So when we were leaving, we went to say goodbye. And then she's so fucking gracious every time. Gets up, hugs Margaret. She's asking Margaret if she had a good season. Margaret's asking her if she had a good season. I love when they break the fourth wall right in front of me. Like nothing in life makes me more excited than when they break the fourth wall right in front of me. You know, when Luann's talking about her season and who she thinks had a difficult season, 
she's talking about Bethany not being there. I'm like, you know, listen, Luann says the same thing all the girls say. Like, it's fine. The air is lighter. And the show has gone on just fine. Which I believe, because Leah is a fucking goddamn superstar. Um, so that's that. And then what happened? So, yeah, so we said goodbye to, like, Luann. It's always, like, I love when I see Luann. Because Luann and I, Luann is so gracious to me. She loves me. I love her. And it's always just like, you know... Don't forget, Margaret. Don't don't forget. Like, you know, I, I got things going on on my own over here. So, like, I think, like, when Luann was deep and graced in conversation with her, then she started putting her arm around me. Then she turns to me and she's like, look at how cute he is. I'm like, I fucking love. She's just the most gracious. There, There's a reason, guys, that there's a book class with a countess. Like, she's just so elegant. I love Luann. So we said goodbye to Luann. We drove home. And then, believe it or not, I got no sleep, and I had to fucking literally, literally run home, throw my shit down, and then run over because I had to meet Kim D for fucking drinks in New York in Little Italy. So, there you go. That's a whole nother story. Um, but Luann's great. The show is great. See the show. The highlights are really just her classic songs. Teresa was Teresa. If you ever go to Ridgefield, Connecticut, the girls are going to get drunk. Jen and Margaret, opposite sides. I, I said hi to Jen for two seconds. More on that in another story, at another date. Um, and that's that. So I'm sorry, you guys. I'm sorry. I apologize. I promise we will change the subject next week. Listen, in my defense, it's been a really long time since we saw Luann. Oh, and by the way, I just want to end. Luann had a private showcase for her new show. She has a new show. I was actually out of town. I could not go. Uh, but she had a very private showcase for her new show, which is called, I believe it's called Mary F. Kill. I believe it's called Mary F. Kill. And it is starring the one and only Sonia Morgan. So I couldn't see this private showcase, but I'm like, I'm going to go to 8,000 of these shows when it opens. So around June, Luann is bringing her new show around, Mary F. Kill. So get ready for that. And I think we'll leave on that note. I hope everyone is still listening, and I'm really sorry that we spent so much time talking about Luann. Listen, guys, the coffee's kicking in, and you know... Especially now, it's really cold in New York. You know I just want to stay in at night. I really do. And I really just want to sleep and light candles and have tea. And I want to go under my blankets. I love staying in my bed. I love it. I have a really good view from my apartment. And I just want to be home. But I put on my big girl pants and I force myself out the door. Because I, David Yontef, can best serve all of you behind the velvet rope. Thank you guys for listening. Remember, you can find me on Instagram at David. My last name is Y as in yes, O as in Oliver, N as in Nancy, T as in Tom, E as in Emily, F as in Frank, at David Yontef. You can also book me on Cameo. I will say or do anything you want for my very, very low price of $10. Maybe I'll lower my price. If anyone is a fan of this show out there, DM me at my personal Instagram. We are doing a whole thing with fans. There is a chance for you to come on the show if you are in the New York City area or are coming to New York City. I want to hear from you. I read all DMs. I will get back to you. 
And I want to hear from the fans of the show. We are starting a whole surprise fan segment. I cannot talk about it right now. DM me if you live in the New York City area or you are coming to the New York City area and you would like to be a part of this show behind the velvet rope. DM me. I want to hear from you. Love you all. Bye.